Shock Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. So now that that's out of the way, welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman, and Nick, as always, is with me again. Yes, sir. Subbing in. Subbing in. For the Hill Hippie. Uh, I think I might fire him, actually. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's pissed me off lately. <laughs> we'll talk about that I, off I, air. Yeah, oh, I probably <laughs> should talk about that off air. Whoopsie. Uh, I'm kidding. I love that guy. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'll so, be, too, yes. yeah, be sure to check out his show, Otherland Dreams. That's also on YouTube as well, like as my show is, and Batman Lowercase on YouTube. And mine is also right after the show. It's Absolutely. Below the deck. Coming up. 6.30. All right. Uh, we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend, bro? Oh, I don't know how much I should go into this, but I had a funny If you need story. to censor it, I understand. No, it's not censoring because I usually don't have anything super interesting, but you know me and you are avid beer drinkers, as always. As Perfect Speaking timing. Which, yeah, perfect which. timing, man. Um, so, Saturday... Just chilling, you know, like always, drinking beer. You know, it reaches around 12 o'clock, you know, when, when people like us get a little bit drunk. And my brother brings up the fact that they have made house wine for the last two weeks. So they're like, hey, do you, my brother's chef. So, you know, he, hey, we made some house wine. You want to drink some of this? Bad idea. It does work. You can make wine at home. I'll say that. Yeah. And do not, do not, do not. Drink that after drinking a 12 case of beer at 12 o'clock at night. Dude, I woke up at 7.30. I was like, I need to make a sandwich. I need water. And they're like, I was making all the leftovers in the kitchen. Like, You know when someone else points out what you're doing and then you're kind of like, oh, now I see. I'm I'm going a little overboard. Oh, was I making pot roast and nachos at 7? Making two pizzas at the same time? Yeah. Yeah, so that was my Saturday and Sunday morning. (laughs) What did you get into this weekend? Uh, you know me. I, I like to absorb stuff, like uh, catching up on Netflix and you know uh, YouTube and so forth. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had a couple things that uh, I wanted to talk about about what well, stuff I noticed this weekend. Um, hey, um, Brett Kavanaugh is back in the news. Um, did we go back in time, um, or did the Matrix glitch out? Because I've got severe deja vu, man. Oh man, yeah. So, I was waiting to hear what you had to say about this. I just I feel like the Democrats are like Disney. They're out of ideas and so they're just remaking their old favorites. You know? Right. So. Hey. Anyway, that's all I really want to say about that. But, you know, good luck with that. Uh, uh okay. Um so um Neil deGrasse Tyson was on the Joe Rogan experience. Yes. Um the last couple of days, like a couple of days ago. And wow did he come off like a dick. I watched that whole thing and I was just like, I was waiting for Joe Rogan to just smack him in the face. I would, I would, I would pay to see that Joe Rogan. Um, if uh, you, yeah, yeah, if, if you smack Neil deGrasse Tyson in the face for interrupting you for the fucking 50th time and you just smacked him in the face, I would pay to watch that video. If you smack me in the face for talking too much, we're fighting. But I know I talk, I'm being quiet now, but <laughs> don't, don't put your hands on me. No. But you're not Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, it came off super bad. And I saw one that his kid was in in a video and he made a joke, too, to somebody else. And they were like, it was super. Oh, he made it. He was on uh, Family Feud. He made a joke about Steve Harvey not having any hair. Steve Harvey made a joke about him having hair. And he's like, I bet you wish you had some. And then he right. kind of played it off. But they're like, he's like, I wish everybody could be a smart ass like yours. 
Right. Funny. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting that uh, mm-hmm. Neil deGrasse Tyson's getting a little full of himself. He's a very smart guy. Though. Yeah, but he's getting a little full of himself. But that's yeah, that's never what you want to see from a smart person. Is mm-hmm. like, don't overdo it, dude. Like, we all know you're smart, but like, you can't buy into that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, what else? More Netflix. Um, uh, what we get on Netflix this week? Uh, I saw an excellent movie called Time Trap. What? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a B movie. Uh-huh. Don't make no mistake. It's a B movie. Right. Um, but any kind of movie. That has has to do with time travel or something like that. I'm definitely watching that because I love picking that picking that uh, stuff apart. Yep. <laughs> but I couldn't. I had no complaints with the movie, and I just thought it was a really interesting concept and it was done pretty well. What's it called? Time trap. Okay, let me watch that this. Yeah, way. you should check that out. Time um, trap. There was a ridiculous movie called Officer Down. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely ridic- ridiculous. And if you like a little bit of ridiculous in your life, I would suggest go ahead and watch it. But um, as far as movies go, it's not going to win any awards <laughs> or anything like that. But uh, it's if you just want to turn your brain off and have fun, right? That's the kind of movie it is. That's what's that. Yeah. Um. Did we talk about uh, Bill Burr's special, Paper Tiger, last week at all? No, we did not. Okay. Um. Well, I think I watched that either last week or this week. I can't remember. Um. So, uh, here's the thing about Bill Burr. He's still funny. Don't get me wrong. He's still funny. Um, but like I stopped listening to his Monday morning podcast podcast and it's because I'm sick and tired of hearing about your wife. I'm sick and tired of hearing about your kids. You know, I'm sick of hearing, tired of hearing about how, you know, Oh, I got anger problems. So I got to work on my anger problems. It's like, dude, your anger problems made you famous. Right. You know? And so in paper tiger, yeah, he had some funny moments and some, you know, talking about fucking robots and stuff like that, that I didn't really, I wasn't really on board with because I never fucked a blow up doll. Oh. And he seems to know a lot about what it's like to have sex with a blow-up doll. So I don't I don't know. Save this one for Nick Picks because I have two things about this. Okay. Yeah. Right. We go ahead. So yeah, no. Um fucking dolls, yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't ventured into that category. I feel like even though we're independent uh radio show hosts, we still have not went into that level of independence. So shout out to any you know, whoever's doing that, but <laughs> Dolls, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, who is that? That uh, Whitney Cummings. Uh, <laughs> she, yeah, she had a a robot made of her. Yeah, I well, I seen that. Yeah, I mean, I can understand someone like me buying something like that, but her. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. I don't know if that's like an ego thing or if it's like it's just you have old clothes that you don't know what to do but with. And- isn't she? Didn't she do the Viceland show? I'm not. That's sure. why they did. They she does a Viceland show about the sex do- about sex in general, and oh, okay. that's when it came about where they made one. And she was also kind of weirded out about it, but yeah, she's like, it looks super like me. Like this is super weird. No, but no, it doesn't. Do you know what the uncanny value valley is, Whitney Cummings? Do you know what that is? What that's is that? those robots. That's I dude. I have a super thing about robots, and that's on next. You want to save it for next? Yes, okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to go. You got it. You yeah, got to so, go through your stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my uh, that was my weekend catching up on Netflix and YouTube. Um, yeah. So let me go into this uh, first segment here. Um, have you ever seen a dragonfly perched on a car antenna? Yes. Yes, dude. I saw you posted that earlier. Yeah, I did read about <laughs> this one. Uh, I would bet good money that all of you have seen a dragonfly on a car antenna. Uh, I remember summer years ago, I was standing outside smoking cigarettes, knocking back a few Coca-Colas. Uh, 
And, you know, my gaze tends to drift, especially in current com- in conversations where it's about mundane bullshit. People talk about relationships and gossip. That stuff does not interest me at all. Right. And so um, in, in these days, it's like uh, who unfriended who on Facebook and shit like that. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, um, during that particular conversation, I watched two dragonflies swap positions on two different car antennas. Just flying. And this is for like two hours, man. Just back and forth. Oh, I don't know. Is the other one nicer? I don't know. You know, flying and switching on. You tell me. What do you think? Okay, so. um, uh, And I realized that I frequently see dragonflies on car antenna, and I bet you do too. And in fact, the only time I see more dragonflies is when I am very close to still bodies of water. So the only conclusion that I could come to is that dragonflies find car antenna extremely comfortable. Uh, for example, when a car's in, when car antenna antennae antennas. I wonder. I I can't give you that you, one, dude. I think I'm a wordsmith, and I definitely do not have know. that. I will so, not go that. So far. when car antennae started appearing <laughs> on on cars, uh, some dragonflies accidentally landed on them. And the antenna must have accidentally been ergonomically designed for dragonflies. So the first dragonfly who landed on a car antenna must have said, oh, shit, this is the most comfortable I've ever been. Oh, it must have been like Edmond Dantes sitting in a chair for the first time in years. So the question is. Oh, Calamani Crisco reference. <laughs> Crisco. Yeah. So the question is, do dragonflies think that we designed car antenna for them that's a good question and i wonder if they're ever sitting there on top of your car antenna it's like these humans are so nice they put these little little seats for us they see us out there flying around we're tired and they just perfectly designed this little seat for it's like a bench in the park for humans they just they think that that's what it is but here's here's a weird part about that be based off the fact that the car antenna does track signal right from the satellites and things are they able from towers but but based off of the bugs are they able to feel that you know what i mean that electric whatever that's called you probably know I mean? like a little little buzz or something you think they're, right. up there getting high just some sort of yeah, yeah like oh we're getting like oh we're a little bit more intense than you with us touching this because being so little and having all their like little sensors Maybe that's just getting them fucked up. Like, set uh, on this car antenna for five minutes, now flying all sideways. Like, <laughs> It'll mess you up, man. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're getting high off of amps. Or the FM. The FM get, affects dragonflies in some weird way. That's why they switched it from AM to FM. It wasn't you? having this many dragonfly problems when it was AM radio. Well, it's just I've, I've worked at radio stations, and I don't remember any. Like, for example, um, broadcast antenna. Mm-hmm. I don't remember... Um, like any serious dragonfly problems too much though uh, what about in the navy when you're in the navy have you ever seen the dragonflies out there around the boats uh no nope so because i mean it's it's salt water you know dragonflies need fresh water right oh okay to breed so well don't give me the damn facts like i know the facts about dragonfly i was just going with you man <laughs> well that's what i mean it's just asking questions i don't know about dragonflies that would be funny. What a random topic also, which is so funny because I know that you weren't just getting smacked thinking about this. Like, this is just a real thought that Batman has in his Yeah, I was life. like walking out to my car. I saw a dragonfly perch, <laughs> perched on my antenna, got in my car and started, you know, going about my day. And I'm sitting there thinking way too hard about this stuff. 
And I guess I did think about the maybe maybe they're <laughs> catching some signals through there, or maybe they're sending messages maybe. messages to each other from one antenna to another. Oh, I doubt that. But I mean, maybe they're getting like a little jolt or something in there, and like you that know. seems more more reasonable. Mm, got me a little mm. jacked up. You know how fast I can fly after I sit on an antenna. It must be the equivalent of licking a nine volt battery or something like that to him. Oh <laughs> yeah, see that is true though. That does happen in humans too. Maybe they're sitting on there. Shout out to dragonflies getting high and Madman just figuring it out, man. They're getting, getting high, high off of your amps, man. Getting high in your driveway. Mm-hmm. You can stop this problem. <laughs> anyway, that's that was my little observation of the weekend. Is I saw this dragonfly, and my mind just ran with it. Oh yeah. <laughs> To say the least, yeah. yes, yes. I don't. That, that's my problem. Is I'll think deeply about things that shouldn't be thought deep, deeply about. One hundred percent, dude. I, I have the same problem. I feel. <laughs> anyway, I got a section here for next picks. What do you want to get? There into? we go. Robots. Robots have already taken over. People say that robots have not taken over. I told EK this earlier on the phone. Everybody has a robot in your pocket right now. Mine is here. That's not a robot. Motherfucker, this shit will compute and reaction and talk to you in any way. They slickly have done it to where we thought that like, oh, everyone's going to have a robot and they're going to take over. Everybody has a robot in their pocket and you won't go more than 100 meters away from your damn robot without it being on the charger, without you having it with you. They've already started. And that is a thing. And also with the kiosk, at the McDonald's, you order your food from the robot. A human makes it. the The robots are controlling the humans now. They've already done it. You oh, can go to McDonald's and plug in your order in a computer screen and get it from a human being. But you pay the computer. You don't even talk to a human. No humans needed. I uh, yeah, it just freaked you out. Because that's a little, a little bit. No, I'm just a, you know, a little bit freaked out joke, because you are man. right. You are right. The 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 robots. It's a little robot. Compute. Th- it's not a robot. This is a robot. No. I think a- ask it any question you want to, it'll tell you the answer. I if you push a button on your phone and ask it a question, it will tell you the answer. Not even like pull it up on the screen. It will say out loud like yes. the the ingredients for making homemade wine are nine ounces, gallons, and nine six a fifth of a I don't think uh, Siri will answer that question. It definitely does. Do I, I make- asked it because I drank homemade wine this weekend. Hey in Siri, the- how do I cook meth? After well, you can't do that. That's the way you get the FBI to call you. <laughs> you want to have a SWAT team come rage you, you know. What I mean, kids can get them to do it on the damn Call of Duty. You want to get the you want to get the FBI involved, you can look up a lot of stuff. There's certain things you definitely should not ask your robot. But See, I don't if, think it's a robot. It's not a robot. I think what you're really concerned with is AI. I'm not concerned with it. I just was somebody told me they were like, "What if robots come over and take over?" And I was like, "Motherfucker, you have a robot in your pocket." You pull out your cell phone and ask it anything. It'll tell you anything. It could tell you where you're at. If you don't have your cell phone, you can look it up on another device and it'll tell you where it's at. It'll call. It'll like it is 100 percent to me. Yeah. Knows how far away you are from home. You're never far away from it, though. Even when you're sleeping, you're you're like, put it on there. Dude, the. that is not on Nick's picks, but that is also, I told people, like, I was like, 100% marketing. Like, you got to put stuff on the internet that people want to look at while they're taking a poop because I guarantee you that 85% of people are looking at their Facebook on the toilet. So when you have the most time. I, I feel like that's rude 
though. That's like talking on the phone with somebody when you're on the toilet. I find that to be rude. Well, on Facebook? If you're like, if somebody calls you and and I'm on the toilet, like sitting on the toilet. Well, doing you wouldn't Tuesdays. answer the phone. I wouldn't answer the phone. I'm saying Facebook-wise, though. But that's Everyone's I mean. looking I, at your I, Facebooks. I find I find that rude if I'm looking at somebody else's Facebook or, or looking at Facebook in general while I'm on the toilet for the same reason. Really? Yeah. Huh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't answer just because I got something to do. Like, while you're on the toilet, you're like, yo, I got I to gotta take care of this, and then we can go talk business, but... Until then, you know, it's like reading the news. Remember, people used to have newspapers. They used to be in the bathrooms. We're yeah. like, you could go into a bathroom and there was already newspapers in there because apparently people are like, I don't know who's in the bathroom for that long. That's another story. But the robot thing, 100% true. There was something else I wanted to say. What was the other story? You were talking about Bill Burr or something? Bill Burr. Bill Burr's got 100% on marketing wise the best plan of all time based off of the fact that he was really smart before he started being off the wall that he owns the production company that runs his show so he can't get fired when he said the joke when he was like oh their house in words everybody was super offended like why didn't hbo cancel him and the hbo's like he doesn't technically work here he runs his own company we just sponsor the content I know, you know, we don't have to agree with it or not, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, what he said was wild, but he don't work here. Like he works for his own company. Bill Burr has the production company that runs his show. He owns it. So he gets away with the other ones. I don't know. I don't see the the podcast about him talking about his wife. I do see the uh, the show that he does on HBO um, every couple of weeks. And I watch yeah, I don't, that. I think I've seen that. Last week. To, oh, no. Last week tonight's with John Oliver. Um, he does. He has a Bill Burr show that he does on HBO. Super good. They have a, a panel of three guests and some of them are Democrats, some are Republican. And they go on there and just have it out. That's where he said the, the N-word joke, I think. Um, but... Super. I mean, I, I respect his business aspect of him doing the uh, say what you want. You yeah. know what I mean? And and he did it the right way based off of like anybody else, like even with your show where you're like, yo, this like you can't get fired from your own show. <laughs> Smartest thing ever. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, I, guess, I guess I'm like Bill Burr in that respect. Yeah, you I can say like, whatever I, you want. To. I own the station. So you can say I'm not going to fire me. You can say whatever you want to at that point. And that, oh. so I, you know, I respect that on there. And, you know, I mean, people get kind of uppity. They did it. They fired the, oh, you're going to talk that, about yes, that. Yes, that's the new story. No, We're yeah. talking about Shane So, yes. yeah, you're going to talk about that. But, yeah, the, the, but you did see the Mexican guy that's running for president who was like, dude, in this day and age, like, people are making jokes and stuff and people are taking it way too serious. Like, he's on Saturday Night Live. It's yeah. like, again, with us, we are not media. We're not journalists. We're radio personalities. Right. Where you're like, hey, I might talk to you about something, but I'm news. just telling you yeah. another story all based off of my opinion. Right. It's and not the news. Yeah. And if you've listened to the news worth knowing, if you listen to the second half of the show, you know it's, I, it's extremely peppered with my opinion. Right, you know, because you're a personality, though you're yeah. not here to. You're not a journalist. Yeah. You're I, not I, spreading. I don't click news. the news category. I click comedy category. Right, okay? you're talking about something that other people are talking about. So in that sense, like you got to lighten up a little bit with some of the stuff because everybody's Absolutely. not journalists and everybody's not the president, and especially if the president could say grab her by the pussy, you know what I mean? Like, at what point can you not make a joke or take a joke? That's what I'm. Yeah. 
come on, dude. The whole at this point, everything's just if, yeah. I mean, if if you're watching any any every single comedy special, looking at ways to be offended. Oh my goodness. I mean, uh, I could. There's better ways to get offended at comedy, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, it's it's more like because it's not funny. That's that's what offends me. If I if I click on a comedy special, I agree. 100%. And it's not funny. That makes me mad. That makes me more furious than Dave Chappelle saying, you know, the trans people are are weird or whatever. I don't know what he said. Yeah, but it's not even that. It's a joke. Dude. Yeah. It's a it's, joke. The mm. whole thing is a joke. That's why. The joke should be funny. It made me laugh. This didn't make me laugh. And yeah. Even though it was like, oh, it wasn't controversial. And, and generally, that's the only thing that pisses me off about comedy is if it's not funny. Right. Yeah, it's an offensive to people who think they know jokes. You're yeah. like, dude, I know jokes. This is not funny. <laughs> oh boy! I'd rather you talked about the other stuff. Speaking of jokes, um, Go ahead. I made yeah. I made some jokes last week. Uh-oh. You remember we were talking about Tulsi Gabbard and um, Marianne Williamson? Yeah, I saw this. Well, yeah. so what happened with this? Yeah, we got some uh, some emails. <laughs> I bet we said though a disclaimer in the show. We always do. We yeah, we definitely went back. No, not at the beginning though. In this segment, we we're like, we're not just saying this because. Yeah. So go ahead. What they have um, to say? These sour pussies. So, because yeah, <laughs> I don't only think of Tulsi Gabbard and Marianne Williamson as sex objects. I know the conversation we had was about like who would you rather bang, Tulsi Gabbard now or Marianne Williamson in her twenties? Yeah, and I, I think that that's a very interesting twenties. Absolutely, Marianne. Still, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Still Tulsi 20s. Gabbard. Still, uh, she's. I don't know. Tulsi Gabbard. She does it for me. I don't know what it is. Uh-oh. It's so. Uh, um. <laughs> And so that's what I talked about yesterday. It was all in good fun. We're just, you know, I'm not, and it's, I'm not going to vote for either one of these people, mm-hmm. you know, they're too democratic for me. So <laughs> it's, it, for Democrat me, heads. for me, the, what I wanted to talk about was, you know, who would you rather bang? Um, but here's the point that I, here's the point that I want to make in response to these emails of people getting upset. Um, the fact that I had my eye on these two people is because after the initial debates, I knew that uh, Marianne and Tulsi were the ones to watch. Um, Tulsi was, uh, she was a uh, one to watch because uh, she was ex-military and reasonable. Right. And so um, I thought for sure and rightly that the, the Democratic National Committee is going to like sideline her, you know, because they're trying to push this radical agenda Right. Uh, with the Democrats. So I knew they were going to sideline her because she is the biggest threat to what they're trying to accomplish. Um, and I, I don't know if I said this last week, but I, I believe I, that the president of the United States should be required to have military experience. So they know what military bearing is. And then you don't get another jackass like Trump in office. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and I don't like what the DNC has, has done to her, to Tulsi Gabbard. Um, she deserves more support from her party, but instead they push Beto out front and he says he's going to take away our guns. Yeah, good luck with that, buddy. Good luck with that, dude. Oh, good old Beto. Yeah. He didn't even win the Senate race or something out there. So, I mean. He's useless. I'm just saying numbers yeah. wise. Yeah. You got to watch. All yeah. That um, stuff. Now, Marianne Williamson is interesting because she is she is the flighty hippie type um, that wants to fight the evils of the world with love. And um. <laughs> I think it's very cute, albeit naive, tack to take, but it does speak to her character. Um, some Someone who wants to fight terror with love is probably not a bad person. Okay? Unintelligent, unreasonable, maybe. 
Sure. Yeah. But not a malicious person with hate in their heart. So this past week, Marianne Williamson was caught, quote unquote, caught on a hot mic uh, saying Fox News is nicer to her than liberal news agencies. And have you heard that? Mm. Have you seen that thing? Okay. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you go search it out because it's interesting. You know, you can make all the jokes about crystals you want, but this woman is being honest about her experiences while running for office. And once the primaries are over and Tulsi and Marianne have been swept aside and forgotten, remember that the culture in news agencies that Marianne commented on remains. So I just wanted to solidify uh, my position on these liberal morons. I love them as people. And yes, Tulsi is reasonable. But they're still liberals, and I generally don't agree with them in their tax and spend ways. All right, sorry, you're still Democrats, but I mean the Democrats. Uh, I think you have a responsibility to put out reasonable contenders against someone like Donald Trump. I'm a Republican. I, I don't like Trump, and if he goes for a reasonable Democrat, I'm okay with that. Can I say something? Of course, you can. About this, this. This is what I've said about the elections for so long, which is why I didn't vote before, which is I don't know what the hell they're doing, but I'm like, I would rather somebody like I just assume they know you're like, hey, a senator from so and so is running in a congressman from so and so. I'm like, one of these motherfuckers knows what's going on. Right. I don't know what the hell's been going on in Congress and Senate for the last four years. Those are the people who actually control bills and like the way that things work, like the president can can make this suggestion, but those people are in there for 12, you know what I mean? The president's been in there for two years or they're now going on three, but you know, I mean, three going on four. Yeah. There's some people who've been in Senate and Congress for 14, 15 years. They know. However shady, regardless if it's shady or not, they know this is the system we've been doing and not saying it's right. Well, uh, but this is the way it works. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Pelosi said, uh, said a comment about uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez that um, she said um, a glass of water with a D next to its name could win that district. And um, that's, that's the truth about a lot of places in America, especially like urban areas and stuff like that. If you just have a D next to your name, you're going to get elected because people in urban areas tend to vote Democrat. And that's why their cities have shit all over them. <laughs> Do some research. <laughs> Democrat controlled cities have shit. All I over. don't have, any opinion about it. I just thought that the people who know what they're doing knew. And that's why, like, presidential-wise, where until, like, last year I was like, man, like, this guy's an entertainer. We're entertainers. I'm like, dude, I wouldn't want... Like, I, that's I wouldn't I want us in that office. I have no quarrel with Donald Trump. Like, I think what he said was hilarious. Oh, grabbed by the pussy, but that made me want to vote because I was like, that's some shit I would say. Yeah. I should not be president 100% based off the fact. And if, I would say if, some shit if like then, that. If then, yeah. <laughs> I would 100% grab my... Hell yeah. Yeah. That just sounded cool when you said it to your homie. You know what I mean? That's why he was... He that's thought right. He, it's, it's great to say to your homie he was trying to be it's, cool it's bad to be saying that stuff and tr you trying to be president that's you know? yeah nah i wouldn't do it on that scale like i was trying to be cool but like and, that's and you're right i mean i think you mentioned this last week as well the problem with trump is that he's an entertainer, entertainer. And, we don't, and we don't need entertainers no nah, dude office. we can't be entertainers in yeah. there none of us should be unless dave Chappelle runs then i'll probably vote for him 100 percent, because he'll grab that pussy <laughs> even if it i'm was, gonna grab that pussy i had to stick my hand in there seeing i don't, it I felt, don't mind it felt real i don't mind grabbing a pink Grabbing a pussy. It felt real. <laughs> yeah, I'd vote for Dave Chappelle if he ran. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's been a but clown world re recently. That's so the serious thing, though, about that, too, to think about, though. Dave Chappelle, hilarious guy, super funny comedian, 
really intellectual thought about stuff where yeah. you're like, I would vote for him. His intellectual thought, though, in his mind, I would never run for president. Like, yeah. I ain't no fucking president. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? I do I do jokes. <laughs> yeah, I think anybody who wants to be president of the United States is mentally ill. Right. I, I, who wants that job? Not me. Dude, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the greatest job ever. Yeah. Oh, boy. So um, let me pull this up. We got to deal with a sponsor before we get into the news worth knowing. Running a little bit behind because I got to go through this all again. Bring up. Okay, here's our sponsor. Yeah, so uh, today's show is sponsored by the Madman Lowercase. The Madman Lowercase is three words, and you can find him on YouTube. He also puts out a free podcast called Shock Monkey Radio. Oh, that's weird to call it radio, too. I saw that you put that on there. I almost wrote that on my Facebook. <laughs> well, I guess it's a podcast. Yeah, uh, uh, it's weird to call it radio. It's not really radio. It's a podcast. But it's at a radio station. I guess. Anyway, you there's. it's just... I, I've been doing a radio the whole, it's just it accidentally ended up calling our station, FXBG Public Radio, ended up accidentally calling my show Shock Monkey Radio. I'm just so used to it. Anyway, uh, yeah, Shock Monkey Radio, uh, just search for that on YouTube, and uh, there's a promo code here. If you are within verbal proximity of the madman and you use promo code free hug, you will get a free hug personally from said madman uh, because he loves all of you. Look, I'm just reading this ad as the sponsor wants me to. I have no emotional attachment to this ad. I am also a liar. Um, no hugs. Yeah. Use promo code free hug. Search for the Madman lowercase on YouTube or shock monkey radio. Um, this is rated. He, he provided a rated R section. Okay. Uh, use promo code officer down to receive epic oral sex. Uh, use promo code time splitter to trigger a murder rampage. Use promo code GTA to trigger a shopping spree. So go over to patreon.com slash shock monkey radio and become a patron or advertiser today. That's patreon.com slash shock monkey radio. Okay. So you ready to get into the news worth knowing? I'm definitely ready. We can get that. Also, I'd like to say too, if you come down to third street, you know, that, uh, that second thing that he had on his list, you don't have to have a promo code for that, you know, just on Wednesday nights when I'm not on the radio, just, are you talking about officer down? Listen, I mean, promo code officer down. You don't need a promo code. It's just like, you know, $2, touch it. $2 for me to touch it. $1 to touch a touch of your toes. $10 for a ZJ. $10 to touch a touch of your toes. <laughs> uh, so news worth knowing. Where we at? Oh, we're right at 630, though. We're yeah. right on time. We're, we're doing good. We're doing good. Um, so uh, Antonio Brown's former doctor makes bizarre allegation about receiver's flatulence. Have you heard about this? This is hilarious. Ridiculous. You can't buy into this because I I'm gonna refuse to comment on this further than Antonio Brown got a new contract because he didn't want his contract. He's been acting like a dickhead. All this shit that's coming out right now is just like a a, a fucking goof troop like storm of things for people trying to get it. And yeah. it is what it is. He got a new team. He's with the Patriots now. There ain't no bullshit going on. Like Anyway, so uh, I'm going to tell them about the story, our listeners, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. No, go ahead. Right. Uh, embattled NFL player Antonio Brown's former doctor says the football star repeatedly passed gas in his face and laughed about it during a consultation after showing up three hours late. This is according to a report published on Monday. Dr. Victor Prisk, 
who runs an orthopedics and wellness facility in Monroe, Pennsylvania, blasted Brown in an interview with Sports Illustrated over his bizarre behavior during their initial initial meeting in August of 2018, the first time you meet the guy who farts on you. Quote, it seemed just childish to me, Prisk said of the incident when then Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver, quote, I am a doctor and this man is farting in my face. Anyway, his allegations are part of a Sports Illustrated report detailing rape and sexual assault allegations made against Brown by his former trainer. So this is minor by comparison. Now, all that has been already, there's already, I've already researched this story, a lot of it. I'm not going to, that's why I'm not going to say okay. nothing about it. A lot, all this, this is a lot of bullshit on the back end. It's okay. not even, none of this is actually real shit. Anyway, on Monday, a second woman, an unnamed artist, alleged that Brown exposed her, himself to her while she was working on a mural for a Pittsburgh home in 2017. Brown's lawyer denies the assault allegations. Despite being wary of Brown's flighty reputation, Prisk said he took the initial meeting with the NFL star and subsequently took him on as a client. Now the doctor is suing Brown for $11,500 in unpaid fees. Prisk said that whenever he would bring up the payments for which he was claimed he had an oral agreement that he would pay $500 an hour, Brown would pivot to promises of the two going into business together. In this very first meeting he, uh, with me, he said, I want to get you on salary. I want you on my team, Prisca said. <laughs> Why would you believe this guy? Uh, he continued to say, uh, he, tells, he tells you he's going to make it totally worth your while. He's going to invest in your business, invest in you. You're part of a family. Call God and all that. But he doesn't do that. He doesn't even pay the bill. Farting in people's faces. So you saying that this isn't real? No, happen? it's a lot of it's a lot of them that have been coming out off of off of this backlash that he got signed to the Patriots. So a lot of these, you think it's because people are hating on the Patriots. People think that somehow Bill Belichick got him to get signed out of his contract to come over there. Here's the thing: How are you going to get signed to the team that's a Super Bowl contender? They don't care. That is literally the team that doesn't give a shit. But all of this stuff hasn't come up until you had a problem with your prior employer. And now everything. They had a thing on there that I saw today. $2,000. Were, oh, uh, he didn't clean out a piranha fish tank he had in his house. And he owes an aquarium guy $2,000. He's not trying to pay him. This motherfucker has... A $28 million guaranteed contract. You're talking about he didn't pay me $2,000? That is, if you're, you know what I mean? $28 million. Think people are just getting greedy on him? They want to, they want to, people are taking a shot at him because now is the time because he went out of, he acted like a little bitch to get out of his contract. I got you. 100%. He did not want to play in Oakland, and he acted like a bitch to get out of it, and he got out of it. And now everyone's like, oh, well, he's been working with the Patriots to get out of it, and then the other ones, and then the doctor. Nobody said this the whole time that he's been working for the for the Pittsburgh Steelers for fucking six, five years, making the most money in the contract. Nobody. Yeah, he, did, he did say it happened last year. Nobody's made up this. Oh, soon as he started going to start being like he started weirding out based on he started yeah. bitching out on his contract. Right. He wanted more money. And the reason he was mad at Oakland was because he got hurt. And he told the trainers about it, and they didn't want to go through the training process that he wanted to go through. They were like, nah, man, you'll be fine. Just get back. And he's like, no, 
I fucking hurt my knee. Oh, I need to get back. Oh, you're talking about rehab. Yeah. Rehab. Okay. Yeah. He wanted to do rehab differently than, than the trainers at Oakland wanted to do it. And that's when all of his contract and everything. Pittsburgh didn't have a problem with his contract. He wanted more money. And then he went to Oakland. He had a problem with the trainers. And now, oh, the trainers are, you know, oh, well, he farted in my face. It's it sounds like a joke, even in your mind. This guy's out playing. He played yesterday. He scored fucking. He scored a touchdown. Had like a hundred and some yards see, this, in a game. He plays football. See, this is why I hate football. Is because you obviously like it. No, I don't care. I just know the story because I just read about it. Because yeah. you're like, dude, what? The biggest thing was they said that he called him a cracker. Which yeah. is why he got fired. And right. then now the GM comes out. He's like, he never called me a cracker. He said some shit that I didn't like, but he didn't call me a cracker. Right. So now you're like, so he didn't even call him a cracker. And now you're like, oh, shit, he farted in my face. Oh, he didn't pay for an aquarium bill. He's not liking his caterers. Or you're like, where did, why was nobody saying this two months ago? Soon as he became a thing, they everybody's jumping on it because he's the biggest. You're right. This, this article, it does say that, um, this happened in 2018. So this happened last the year. The rape girl also is his ex-girlfriend who, when I read the messages that he actually sent her, after she said, after this encounter, what he said to her was like, you're making me feel like I was a creep. Like, what are you talking about? Like, we were both like, we knew what we did last night. Like, you're making me feel now like I did something rapey. Yeah, I got you. Nobody who rapes somebody says that to the rape victim. Like, right. you're making me feel like I'm, I'm rapey feeling. Yeah. So, I mean, they're just they're piling on the dude because it's a story right now. And, it's, it's football. And that's why. It's football season. Nothing exciting is going on. Yeah. Nobody is excited about football based off of the race thing. And then it made like, oh, Colin Kaepernick's not in and the kneeling thing and the Jay-Z deal. Yeah. Nobody actually cares about so the players. So they're trying to manufacture drama? It's just exciting because it's WWF. Vince McMahon set the tone for how sports entertainment works, and that's why. <laughs> You are in it. The whole stories, everything, man. Something to talk about. It's something because who wants to talk about the Browns playing the damn whatever they played? The Jacksonville last night. Jacksonville. That was the game. It was yeah. a shitty game versus two shitty teams. Surprise. Nobody wants to talk about it. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, oh, my goodness. The best player went and went to the Patriots. So I'm getting dra- I'm getting dragged into this football drama. Yeah, it's not. So I, I want to move on. Yeah, I want to move. on. I would love to move on. All right. So uh, Shane Gillis gets uh, support from SNL alum Rob Schneider after being fired over racial slurs. Now, I don't know if you've been following this, but um, Shane Gillis, um, uh, I guess he got hired over SNL, Saturday Night Live, um, as a writer, I think. But, um, yeah. um, I'm not sure if he – he might have been on one of the skits or two, but – Yeah, I'm not sure. I think he was a writer. Uh, But this is what Rob Schneider tweeted. He said, at Shane McGillis, uh, as a former SNL cast member, I am sorry that you had the misfortune – of being a cast member during an era of cultural unforgiveness where comedic misfires are subject to intolerable inquisition of those who never risked bombing on stage themselves. There you go. It, it is Rob Schneider, though. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> for, for what it's worth. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Shoot Rob. your own shot. Yeah, so, sorry, Rob. Say, dang. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but so he was fired from the Gillis was fired from the NBC late night staple after a YouTube video surfaced of him using a racial slur while discussing Chinatown neighborhood uh, with another comedian. Uh, Gillis responded to the backlash on Thursday, hours after the comments first surfaced, resurfaced. Uh, quote, I am a comedian who pushes boundaries. I am. I sometimes miss. 
if you go through my 10 years of comedy, most of it is bad. You're going to find a lot of bad misses, he tweeted. I am happy to apologize to anyone who is actually offended by anything I've said. My intention is never to hurt anyone, but I am trying to be the best comedian I can be, and sometimes that requires risks. Uh, it apparently wasn't enough for SNL and NBC Brass. No, um, of course not. Yeah. They fired Riz in. Yeah. <laughs> After talking with Shane Gillis, we have decided that uh, he will not be joining joining SNL. Uh, spokesman on behalf of Lauren Michaels said. Uh, the producer uh, went on to say, we want SNL to have a variety of voices and points of view within the show. No, you don't. And, yeah, no, you don't. And we hired Shane on the strength of his talent of, as a comedian in impressive audition for SNL. Quote, we were not aware of his prior remarks that have surfaced over the past few days. The language used is offensive, hurtful, and unacceptable. We are sorry that we did not see these clips earlier and that our vetting process was not up to our standard. You probably saw the videos earlier. You just didn't give a shit because it was oh, funny. Oh, no. That is, see, I didn't see what he had just said, but I am an avid. You should not get fired for something you do. To, I mean, let's uh, go ahead. Sorry. You should uh, not get fired for yeah, joke. Uh, Gillis later tweeted, um, of course, I wanted an opportunity to prove myself at SNL, but I understand it would it. It, would t- it was too much of a distraction. I respect the decision they made, and I'm honestly grateful for the opportunity. I was always a mad TV guy anyway. That is you're why s- people got still, pissed about it. You are still working, sir. They got him on the Fox. He's going to get a Fox job. So that's, yeah, he probably what was. Yeah, probably do, do you job. have the quote that he made? Because that's the biggest thing I've seen, everything about it, but I never, no one's quoted the quote that actually everyone said uh, was I think, offensive. Yeah, I, I think I saw... Are you one of those people? Or? I, I I saw a clip on, I think, Gavin McInnes, his his channel, uh-huh. where he was talking about him, uh, and he showed the clip, and it was uh, they were talking about how um, Chinatown, I'm not sure which city he was talking about, was get was super Chinese and stuff like that. And, and um, I guess it was just like observations about how like Chinese culture is codified in some of these places where it's you know you turn a corner in a city and then all of a sudden you're in a foreign land you know and it's facts and so it's like i think it was like doing like chinese voices uh see like we i told you that people think that shit is racist (laughs) i know that and and those people are stupid it's not but i know i that's we i understand we're making jokes and it's it is a thing that was the biggest thing i saw was on tmz you know tmz is ready to bash anybody and they were like dude they're like, yo, he made a joke about stereotypes. Some stereotypes, though, are true. Mm-hmm. Regardless, they like, oh, it's a bad joke that people make about it. But you're like, what you said is not a lie. Just because you made a joke about it doesn't mean it's a lie. So you're not just bashing somebody making a stereotypical joke. Well, I mean, how joyless is your life where you, you watch something like that and choose not to, not to laugh and instead just choose to be offended? I mean... I think a lot of people are caught up in this. Everybody, this wheel of offense. That's what I said to you, though. Um, you wake up in the morning, you start scouring social media for something to be offended by. Is are there people that really wake up like this? And I think that, that there are. The the probably Spanish, white women. The Spanish guy that's running for president right now is no. said like something L- about Leon Castro. Or no, he's a Chinese guy. No, Jin Andrew um, Yang. Andrew Yang. Yang. He was Yang. Andrew Yang. He was like. Listen, dude, like, 
I get like, oh, you could take this offensively, but like, in like, what kind of culture do we live in that like you don't see like he was making a yeah, joke? He was making jokes. Yeah. And at what point, like, some of this stuff that he said though is true. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, well, the stereotypes, some stereotypes for Asian neighborhoods yeah, I mean, or black neighborhoods or white people are all the, of them are true. Yeah, like, the, some offense, of them. the offense comes from willingly ignoring humor or willingly ignoring satire. Right. You know? We all do this shit, dude. It's something you, and if you were like, oh, I don't see everyone doing it. And that's the point. You got mad about it because you know it's true. That's the whole thing. You're like, oh, shit, I do that sometimes. You know, I don't really want to be. Well, that's a- what I mean. It's like uh, YouTube and podcasting. I mean, these, these, this has brought the camera into everybody's living room. And you know what people talk about in everyone's living room? Race. Well, not just race. Black people. <laughs> no. They talk about these things like oh. like it's it's okay. Oh, in your living room. Oh, sorry. Well, I mean, <laughs> your living room is not supposed to be the public square. No, it's not. Even if even if you're doing a podcast in your living room, no matter what you do, do your public space is your private space. I mean, your private space is your private space, and that's like the guy from the Clippers. The girl recorded him on the phone saying all that crazy shit. Oh, and he yeah. Got fired. Yeah. <laughs> he was talking to you. He wasn't talking to every. He wouldn't have said that to everybody else, regardless that he felt that way. And obviously. That was a funny fucking recording. Oh, man. It was horrible for him. That was so bad. And that's why it's really bad whenever you get in your private space. And you know what I mean? Like where you think you're in a private space where, you know what I mean? Where Behind be, the scenes. It should be safe. I would say different things to you. And and that's why, because this could be taken racistly, even though it's not. Well, here's the thing. Um, for example, if, if something happened, like, uh, I don't know, I put out a video uh, on YouTube that goes viral. Next thing I know, it's got, you know, 8 million views or something like that. They're then, bringing up the dick second joke I made last week. Exactly. Then you have uh, people who are like, I don't like this guy. He's he's. he's He's fat. He's got bad teeth. He's stupid looking. You know, I mean, it's. I don't think that's what they'd have a problem with. You well, guys. I mean, or they actually, he's too, he's just fucking white, you know, and so it would be. And they would sit there words. and they would go and like download YouTube, uh, download uh, a podcast going all the way back, all the way back, going back to the Mixler days, finding old podcasts with me, scouring through it, just trying to find something they can clip out of context to make me look like a dick because I'm my YouTube channel is all of a sudden more successful than theirs. I would say 100% that is true. Also on mine, if you go back to mine, I said that shit. 100%. I said that shit. <laughs> yeah. You want to drag you go up. Find, you want to go take my shit out of context. I said that shit in context completely. If you want to suck dick for water, don't fucking yeah. put your show together the right way. Shout out to Fire Festival. <laughs> and don't expect me to apologize for anything I've said either. So, dude, I it's mean, words, man. We're talking, dude. We never like, and that's the biggest thing about. There's nothing malicious about without it. Without being malicious intent, you yeah. never making fun of transgender people like Dave Chappelle did or whatever. He never said, "Hey, we should go beat up a whole bunch of gay people." And he also never said. You know, on you know, with the with the people that get mad about the Trump thing, he has way more say than people. Where he said, "I didn't say not to beat up gay people." You're like, "What the right?" <laughs> You're the person who's supposed to say not to beat up gay. People. You're just like, "Hey, listen, called, I said it's called the burden of proof." People I said the it. same thing Dave Chappelle said, and I'm the fucking president. You're like, "Hey, listen, either way, you know, I don't, that's, I don't have two sides." You're like, "Dude, that's, that's the point. The burden of proof is going away." 
You have and, to choose that. And that's why they're like, Brett Kavanaugh is obviously guilty. And I'm just like, you have no evidence. You making, have no evidence. making fun of somebody and actually like planning a hate crime against them is two different things. And that's and the thing is not making fun of somebody because that's the thing. It's not even somebody. It's just a general joke. Yeah. In general, oh, yeah, like, oh, well, this could offend a lot of people. You're like, in general, I'm not actually talking about a real person. Right. We're not hate criming. <laughs> um, I'm going to go quickly through this next story because um, I think it's funny. Uh, Dear photobombs wedding pictures and eats the bride's bouquet. Uh, this is a couple in Michigan. Uh, where a deer wandered in during their like photo shoot and uh, nobody the, killed it, stole, stole the bouquet. I guess, I guess it's not hunting season in Michigan right now. Dude, I don't, dude, any lot, dude, anything that's bigger than me, I'm killing it. Really? I don't know. I'm worried. What are the deers just standing in your wedding? You, what are you just gonna do? Just let it stand there? Well, I just don't. Why can't you move? <laughs> but I mean, you the, try to, if, obviously, somebody had to have tried to move it. Well, I mean, it's like that, uh. I don't know if you ever heard that. Uh, the I don't. I think it's a fake radio call-in call where some lady's saying about the deer crossing signs. It's like, why don't they move those signs to a safer place so the deer know where to cross there instead? And I'm just like, <laughs> it's like I don't think you understand who those signs are made for. But I mean, how long are you being nice to this deer for before it started to eat your bouquet? Because you had to give it other food too, because it's hanging around for a reason. It's like raccoons. Yeah. You know, animals will hang around if you feed them and they're nice to people. But I live in the woods, dude. If you see a deer by my house, I open up the door. Them, they dip set. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're just wild deer. They're yeah. not like, hey, we're going to feed you. It's it's also like uh, throw them chewing gum. It's nice. hilarious. Chewing, throw deer chewing gum? Yeah. Do they, do they eat it? They'll chew it. Really? Yeah. Oh, that would be so funny, dude. That's going to be the next just video. Throw, yeah, throw them some bubble yum or something. Check out Shack Monkeys next week. I'm going to try to get, <laughs> try get, a, oh, try get a video of a deer chewing gum. I thought I'd get arrested by the park range. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. <laughs> what are you doing throwing gum out here? <laughs> feeding, feeding the deer gum? Yeah, I got a picnic basket. <laughs> okay, let's go to this next story here. Uh, Illinois lawnmaker pooped on by a pigeon while discussing problems of pigeon pooping at train stations. Oh, the perfect. Did you... <laughs> Uh, this is an Illinois lawmaker uh, speaking to the media on an issue of pigeon poop at a train station in Chicago was pooped on by a pigeon mid interview. Ah, congratulations. Way, yeah, way you to drive yourself. your point home. <laughs> way to sell it. Uh, this is state representative, uh, I want to say Jaime Andrade, a Democrat of Chicago, uh, was discussing the problem. Sounds like a boxer. Yeah, sounds like, yeah, sounds like a boxer name. <laughs> Uh, was discussing the problem with WBBM-TV, uh, a reporter outside of Irving Park Blue Line Station when the bird sprung into action. Eh, I phrase that differently. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, oh, did I just get, no, he like touches, did I, oh, I get a little bit, bird poop. Anyway, so, um, yeah, they published a story on Monday when these. Uh, it's never a problem until it happens to you. Yeah, I. I have to go clean up. That's what happens to my constituents. They get shit on all the time. And I'm just like, oh, man. Boom. Zing. Way to go, though. Way to go for the comeback because you're getting shit on talking about something. Taking it in stride. Taking it in stride (laughs) with poise and rationality. That's the perfect way, yeah. And then also you threw a zinger out there like, I got shit on, but y'all get shit on every day. Oh, Why don't you just get offended at the pigeon? 
They yeah. call the pigeon a racist. And why are you shitting on me? Because I'm a minority? Because I'm a Democrat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pigeons only shit on Democrats. Because I'm brown? We, You heard it here first. Racist pigeon. Mm-hmm. Pigeons are racist. Okay. Um, you ever had one of those benders? One of those nights where you're just drinking and drinking? Yes. And you get a little lost. Lost in the squishy blackouts. You got to catch me at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. I told you, my Saturday, drinking right. house wine at 12. So what happened? Anyway, Pennsylvania man is rescued from a garbage truck after falling asleep in a dumpster. Oh, no, never like that. Yeah, but never, yes. Never had one of that those? Is, okay, good. That is great. That, that is a fucking phenomenal story. I yeah. wish I did, dude. I wish I could get that drunk. Yeah. A man of Pennsylvania was living a nightmare uh, early Monday after he fell asleep inside a dumpster and woke up screaming inside a garbage truck, officials said. The unidentified man told police he had gotten separated from his friend the night before and needed a place to go sleep. Choosing the nearby dumpster, uh, Pittsburgh Public Safety Officer Kara Cruz said in a statement. Holy shit, dude. I think I seen this because somebody posted a video of them like, oh, I'm sure there's they got a video dead body in the back of this dump. No, he was just sleeping. But that's why. But somebody was like, yo, there's a dead body in this truck. And they're like, is this real or fake? Like, they're like, maybe it's Halloween. That is right. probably that same story because yeah. it wasn't, where is that? Philadelphia? Uh, yeah, Pittsburgh. 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 Yeah, dude. That yeah. is, uh, that that's might be it. the yeah. same story. Yeah. A driver with Republic Services was emptying a garbage container into the back of his truck at about 3.30 uh, a.m. when he heard man screams uh, growing louder. <laughs> Damn. Driver told police he left the truck and opened the sliding door to the rear, and he discovered a man unable to get the man out himself. He called for police for help. Police, uh, Pittsburgh firefighters eventually pulled the unidentified man. Nobody wants to know. He no, don't give out my name. Fuck no. I was in yeah. the back of a dumb truck. Uh, they pulled him from the back of the truck, and the man was taken to a hospital with minor injuries to his face and knee. He took a tumble into the garbage truck. All I want to say is 100% what everyone's thinking is the scene in uh, Star Wars. Right, the trash. You're in there just like every time that mother is closing a little bit more. You're, you, dude, you're screaming louder and louder every yeah. time. You're like, dude, shut 100. down all the garbage smashers below the detention level. Yeah, one hundred percent. You don't have no R two D two or C three PO in there. Yeah, C three PO was useless. So. so you don't need. You just need R two. <laughs> you cannot. Yeah, that dude. That has to be horrifying. Also. You got to think about, you've been there. I've been there too. That's why I've been like, hey, I'm 100% coherent, hanging out. And then like, I just woke up. And then you're like, what? You're like, we were up at like three o'clock in the morning. You're like, I just woke up right now. You're like, what happened in the last like five hours? You're like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. And that if you just woke up inside of a trash truck, Either you have some real fucked up friends who were like, yo, this could be hilarious. He's going to wake up and get out, and then he almost dies because he right. doesn't. Or you're a super dumbass because how the why would you? How did you a, get in there? Why would you choose to sleep in a dumpster? If someone didn't prank you, why did you get in a dumpster also? Or why did you get in the back of a trash? How did you not wake up from a trash truck fucking throwing you over? That's a very good question. How drunk were you? Dude, that's a good night, man. I I wish I could get that drunk. Either I like to drink, but okay. Well, uh, yeah, we're coming to the close of the show. We got about five minutes left, and you know I like to end things on a happy note. Um, Unless a man I ruin it. 
<laughs> Unless you ruin it. Right? <laughs> uh, man donates a kidney to a stranger after finding a note in an eBay package. A uh, man in Scotland went under the knife two years ago to donate his kidney to a stranger. Uh, said he didn't even know it was legal to do so until he heard about it on the radio. Ray Duffy, 53, said it started with a package his wife purchased off eBay that contained a note from the seller uh, about why they had chosen to sell their belongings. Uh, quote, she had, writ- she had also written a thank you note uh, explaining that her husband was on a transplant waiting list had lost his job and now they would uh, they would sell things that they didn't need on eBay so they could buy the kids their kids a treat. This is what Duffy told SWNS. Uh, she said that uh, she drew the pictures to put a smile on people's faces as they had helped put a smile on the children's faces. Oh, Duffy said the note stuck with him, and at the time he didn't know about living organ donation. Uh, I felt so helpless, he told SWNS. But two years later, he stumbled upon a radio segment about a man who had donated uh, his kidney and the process of altruistic organ donation. He he said the segment inspired him, having never forgotten about the woman's note, and that he signed up to be a donor and started the testing process immediately. In March 2017, Duffy donated his kidney to a stranger. According to Organ Donation Scotland, more than 400 people are on the transplant list waiting for a kidney. The average wait list for a kidney is from a deceased donor is three years, which is why the organization applauds over the over 500 people in the last 10 years who have chosen to become a living donor. Uh, it was a very humbling experience. This is a quote. It was a very humbling experience to be able to do something like that for someone else. He told SWNS. I know it's not for everyone. Right on that. And it's a huge decision. But for me, it just felt right. Um, I think that's really, really nice and everything, but like, I'm not giving up my parts. It's fucking crazy because you can die doing it. Yeah. And that's why, dude, I'm not, you know, I I mean, mean? it's exactly why I wouldn't get any like plastic surgery, because even in that you could die. If I die for you, I would want to be like in action where you're like, yo, people were shooting or something. And you're like, I ran out there and tried to save you. You're just like, yo, I went in here willingly and they put me to sleep and put, then I died yeah. because I gave you my kidney and now I gave someone else my kidney and now two other people are living yeah, and you're dead. Children in the hospital eating ice cream. Congratulations, you played yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were fine. You were fine two days ago. Now you are not. So also though, super positive. And that's that's shout out to people who want to do that because Absolutely. that is gotta be like such a crazy, really like it thought process of that because you could like the same as your kidney taken to somebody else, your body has to take to you having one of them. Yeah. So you're not you, you gotta adjust, yeah. Somebody's could not they couldn't they could give somebody their kidney and it not even take. And you could not, body could not take having one kidney. Someone who drinks as much as me, I know damn well. I need like four more extra kidneys inside my body. But that's that's my point. It's the same thing with the liver. Yeah, I oh dude, I need two more of those. I need a thing. Organ donor. I'm an organ user. Like what you got? I well, need- it's just that if if I got to the point where um somebody says you know you need a new liver, and it's like well, I'm not asking anybody else for something I destroyed, you know um. I mean, oh, I respect yeah. somebody who's like, I'll give you a piece of my liver so you can grow some more liver. And I'm just like, don't do that, dude. Um, this I'm going to destroy this yeah, one it's, too. I'm going to destroy that one too. Um, don't don't waste your liver on me. You know? See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so here we are. One minute till the close of the show. Um, 
positive notes. Yeah, we try to end on a positive note. Leave me a madman <laughs> to yeah. our own devices. I don't know. You, you kind of been throwing a monkey wrench in my positive notes, but uh, no, it's okay. That was I don't positive. Mind. I don't that mind. was super positive. You said that, and that's why you were like, yo, don't even say me. But at the end of the day, the, the message is positive, and everybody else that's sending it to anybody else is super positive on that level. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Just really like being able to – to do something that big, though, re- like legitimately putting your life online and not being like family or military situation or like, you know what I mean? Because whenever you like you, you get bonds with certain people based off of certain relationships you have. Right. With them. Right. And you just doing that shit for a stranger. That's super. I mean, kudos to you because. Absolutely. You know, like we were saying earlier, you could spend all your time fucking complaining about so oh, the Democrats because they got a D by their name, and you know, oh, spend all this time doing that, and you're like, dude. All right, so uh, we're running over on time, and the guy who has the next show is a real D bag, and he's going to get pissed if we don't uh, end the show. If right. I don't start my show at seven thirty, I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> So uh, tune in to Below the Deck with Nick as always. Thanks for coming by again, <laughs> filling in. I appreciate it, man. Um, I'm the Madman, and I love you. Make sure you guys go to Madman, the word lowercase, and get this on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, check out the YouTube. Uh, go to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio and support us. We'd really appreciate it. You know, become an advertiser. Um, yeah, I'm the Madman, and I love you. We'll catch you next time. Peace. <laughs>